0: on today's youth ascending podcast we have vancouver artist paris played you we talk his decision to rebrand his new take on r&b and how he's navigated within the vancouver music scene we will get to that interview in a little bit but first we got to talk about everything that happened last week edmonton's forever friday has released his first song of 2021 titled time for you and i must say his, the melody in this song has been stuck in my head ever since it's come out. The song continues to affirm that Forever Friday is one of the most talented and exciting artists coming to come out of Western Canada. He employs a guitar-driven production that allows his voice to gracefully flow over it. Following Friday's collab with Lil Baby, this song showcases just how many different ways Friday's voice and sound can be utilized. Overall, I love this song and I encourage you all to listen. Eric Rip Rid and his song Cold World was just nominated for a Juno award for Rap Recording of the Year. I'm so happy for Eric and his team, they have been relentless these past two years and to finally see them get recognized by the mainstream media is amazing. Eric is actually living proof that you don't need a label or a giant team around you to find success. All you need is a few people around you who truly believe in your vision and you will succeed. So, once again, congrats on the nomination, Eric. It was well deserved. The main topic I wanted to discuss with you guys this week is about NFTs. Yes, NFTs, non fungible tokens. Now, I'm not going to bore you with crypto talk because, quite honestly, I'm still unsure about how it totally works. However, from what I understand, NFTs are a new form of digital assets that uses crypto technology to authenticate the originality and ownership of said assets. To put it in more simple terms, imagine I go to Paris and take, for argument's sake, a, a very high quality picture of the Mona Lisa. I come home, I print the picture and frame it and put it on my wall. Obviously, the picture on my wall has no value even though it looks the exact same as the real thing. NFTs kinda hold the same principle, but only instead of the Mona Lisa being a physical object, these art pieces are now all digital. Some of you may still be confused, Chris can I just find digital images from anywhere and sell them as NFTs? No. That is how the crypto technology is applied. It allows the digital art to be encrypted with a signature that makes it truly one of one, just like the Mona Lisa. You're probably now asking, well, what does this have to do with music? And to that, I can tell you that from what I understand, this technology has the potential to fundamentally transform the music business. Coronavirus has decimated the music industry. Without the ability to tour, artists are, have now been struggling to maintain a steady cash flow, which in turn has led to many major labels struggling financially. With this technology, artists can now create digital marketplaces that allow fans to buy and sell their album art, logos, concert photos, etc. In my mind, it's creating a celebrity stock market where fans can own one of one assets of their favorite artists. That they can resell for profit the artists create both the supply and their music heavily influences the demand which makes this market so fascinating these artists receive a royalty percentage on every sale that occurs on every nft they create now using an an actual example manila gray sullivan has created his own art house called blame studios where he is creating both physical and digital art to be sold as nfts So once Sullivan decides to put his pieces up for auction, I can bid on an art piece and if I win, Sullivan will receive a percentage of that sale. If Manila Grey grows over the next few years in popularity, I would be able to then sell my digital art piece to the highest bidder and I will receive the majority of the profit, but Sullivan still receives his set royalty. This cycle goes on and on, meaning that every time an item is bought and sold, Sullivan is making money. So you can see just how lucrative this is for as an artist. All you have to do is believe in your fans and create art that they will enjoy, and people will pay to own it. Now I know it may seem ridiculous to some of you that people would actually pay thousands of dollars to own a piece of digital art, but... Almost every major music label in North America is adopting this technology. So it's only a matter of time until you're gonna see artists making millions off of this. I hope I did a good job of explaining it. Um, it's something that like it's still so new and it's really in its infancy. but um, I, I really think it's a it's going to shift the music industry in a new direction and it's going to change the way artists market themselves so i hope that was informative i hope you learned something now i think it's time we throw it to the interview here is paris played you hope you enjoy (laughs)
1: What's up?
0: What's up? How are you? Um, do your friends call you Paris, or do they call you by your government name?
1: Everyone just calls me Paris, yeah. Or just P, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Cool. Um, so how old are you, man?
1: I just turned 20 like two weeks ago, like the
0: 23rd of January. Oh, like about that, yeah. Okay, so happy belated. Uh,
1: Thank you so So much I guess,
0: where do we start? So when I was doing my research, I kind of discovered that you – Moved around a lot as a kid, so yeah. Talk about like all the places you grew up, like where you were born and everything.
1: Like yeah, I moved around like a lot as a kid. I'm born here in Vancouver. Okay. Uh, I lived in Vancouver until I was about like six. Then I moved. I moved around a lot, like across Canada, Ontario, Manitoba. I went to Georgia for a bit too. Oh shit. Like, uh, so like, so all- I moved around a lot. Yeah.
0: Just all right. The years. So. And then like how, what time, when did you move back to Vancouver?
1: I moved back to Vancouver, like 2015.
0: 2015. And were you making music by
1: then? I was not making music. No, I wasn't. I've always been like interested in music, but no, I didn't make music. Mm.
0: So, and then I also read that your grandpa was actually a, an artist too. He was like an R&B singer. Yeah. My grandpa. Yeah. What was, Uh, what was his name? Like, is his stuff still out there or what?
1: uh i think he had like cds i don't think he has anything online it was like cds oh, tape it was, it was a while ago
0: yeah, he was, yeah like yeah
1: like he did like blues r&b a little bit of rock like stuff like that so yeah uh-huh. like he was in like kind of like a band kind of like he had like a background like you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah, yeah. so did you yeah. were you like he was kind of was he like the one of the people that introduced you to like music early on
1: i wouldn't say he introduced me but he was definitely a big influence like yeah uh I used to just like he used to like have like a lot of like local shows too I guess in the city Mm -hmm. and like like wherever in Canada he was performing he would have like shows like at his house he had like kind of like a mini like space in his house basement it was like a bar little stage and stuff like that so everybody would come there in the neighborhood and just like you know be singing and sing and stuff like that so I thought that was like super cool so like I would just be watching him like looking out. people are just like looking at him and stuff but yo I want to do that one day.
0: Cause yeah, you you would have been really young, hey? Um yeah. Are you are you Filipino? I'm Filipino, yeah. That's tough. That's funny, because yeah, I'm actually half <laughs> Filipino myself. Um, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, half black, half Filipino. Um, oh, that's lit. Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, I guess I could just picture just the whole fam. Just it probably it probably started as karaoke and just devolved into your grandpa just busting out the mic. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah. Um, so then you get to Vancouver like what was it 2015?
1: Yeah, Vancouver. about 2015. Yeah.
0: And then I guess culturally speaking, how um I can imagine like did you finished high school there, right?
1: Uh in Vancouver. High school. Yeah, no, yeah, I finished high school. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So like I would imagine that like it's probably it was probably a lot different in Vancouver than it was like in the previous places you went to school. So yeah. like, what, like, what were some of the things that like initially kind of took time to get used to just kind of settling back into Vancouver?
1: I guess well, where, where I previously moved from um, compared to here in Vancouver, like, I guess the big difference was that a lot of the people over here are a lot different in terms, I guess, just like culturally wise, like, I feel like people here are a lot more easygoing, like mm. more like, you know, kind of just like, just like, you know, friendly. Compared to Ontario, it's just like, people are a lot different there. And I guess it's a lot, just like the culture there is just more like vibrant and stuff. So people kind mm. of have a sense of like who they are and stuff. And over here, I feel like everyone's still trying to figure it out in a way. So yeah, it's just like, if that kind of answers your question, like, I guess people are just a little like more timid over here, I guess.
0: Yeah. When it comes yeah, to that's like that. fair. So then in high school, how, how far into like moving here, did you start making music or did the idea to start making music happen?
1: I have always wanted to do music since I was like super young. The thing is, I just wasn't like confident enough to like pursue it. So like, mm-hmm. I was kind of like afraid, like, Oh, should I do it? Like, you know, what are people going to think of me? Like, and like, you if, if, if you haven't listened to my music, I like, singing more than rapping yeah so like i was back then in high school i was you know i was a lot i was i was more insecure about it. i was like you know singing isn't you know it's like it's not tough it's not like you know i feel like yeah. you know people are not gonna want to hear it like that like the softer side r&b kind of stuff because you know like i feel like it's just i'm gonna get judged by it but then as later on in high school kind of like ended like so around my senior year mm-hmm. around then I was just, I kind of like found myself more, so I was, like, you know, like fuck what everybody else thinks. I'm gonna just do what I yeah. want to do. So
0: that's dope. So probably like it was later in high school is when you just were like, all right, I'm just gonna go for it and just, just pursue it full time.
1: Yeah, basically, that's basically what it was. Cause mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't know, I was gonna go to like post secondary school like that and just you know, do what everybody else is doing. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with going to school, you know, mm-hmm. but I just didn't want to go to school knowing that I wasn't going to like have something like for my future, like going, taking a course or whatever. Like it wasn't yeah. what I wanted to do. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, I, I feel you. Um, so then in, I'm, I guess I'm curious, like around that time in high school, if just graduating high school, was that around the time when you met, um, surf Pefner?
1: Oh, no, I've known Suf since, like, he's one of my first friends since I moved here to Vancouver. Oh, shit. So I've, I've known him throughout, like, he's, like, one of my, he's, like, my best friend, so.
0: Oh, dope. So yeah. then I guess you probably must have been really happy for him seeing, like, how the success he's found, like, just recently. 100%. His,
1: he, his, he's uh, a big reason why I started music, too. So.
0: Oh, really? So, like, yeah. so he started first, and then it was you you kind of seen, saw what he was doing, and you were like, I'm, let me get in there.
1: Yeah, basically, it was just, like, so we both, you know, we're both athletes and, you know, we're both from, like, the same neighborhood and stuff like that. And it's just, like, we've always been, like, doing the same stuff together as high school. And then one day he was just telling me, like, yo, like, kind of want to rap. I'm like, I'm like, go. I, like, I didn't ex- it was so surprising. I was like, want to rap. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I want to rap. Like, you know, all of our homies, like, they rap and, they you know, they're doing good for themselves. And, like, as you probably know, like, you know, He's homeless with like a few um like bigger artists and stuff like that, and we're all like all yeah, affiliated. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, so why not? Why not just go for it? I'm like, all right, just do your thing. And he just started, you know, ball started rolling, so like, you know, I get all attention. And I just used to go over to the studio with him and just see how you record and just you know try to learn. And then yeah. I was like, you know, I'm gonna start this music shit too. And-
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my that would have been my next question because you you probably would have saw like you would have been there like firsthand just witnessing like what it really takes, I guess, to exactly yeah. where he's at right now then. So that, I guess that, yeah, that probably would have been really motivating for you at that point. Cause at that point, had you even started making music?
1: Oh, in high school, like I, I, I like recorded a few, so you know how it is. Like in high school, you get curious, yeah. you record a few songs, you know, <laughs> try to get late to make the songs and stuff.
0: But, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Like I, 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 I have one of a few, one of those SoundCloud songs and it was cool. But I never really took it seriously, so mm. I just yeah.
0: So then you, when would you say that was the point? Like, like a date or whatever, like a year when you actually just decided, all right, I'm gonna give myself the name One Eight Seven Javonci, and I'm gonna go for it.
1: So, funny story. It might not be that funny, but I, I <laughs> tell <you one> <laughs> but so the first time when i realized like yo i'm actually going to do do this music shit was it was i think beginning of august like i, I think it was like august 3rd and 2 years I ago went, yeah 2 years ago yeah and i've been through a lot of funny ass corny names just like as an artist mm-hmm. at first i was like i remember during my soundcloud days like like when i in high school i like just release on like a soundcloud it was like hustle kid like
0: just some, <laughs> some shit right? yeah <laughs>
1: hustle kid and then it's like suave g like just, just fuckery, <laughs> <man>. like, <laughs>
0: they're yeah. creative man I-, I couldn't think of <laughs> these, these names
1: <laughs> yeah but um so i guess on august i was still going by suave g so-and-so whatever mm-hmm. i released like a snippet i was like okay the first for the first time i'm ever going to release like a real song that i ever recorded on my instagram like a real song that like i'm actually ready to release long story short this song never released but um it was like i'm not sure if you've seen it it was like a song i call like know the drill and it was a snippet yeah and it just like I'm, for the first time like my instagram just like just like it like just blew up and just like people were just commenting locally wherever dming me resharing i was just, like whoa, whoa like i I wasn't expecting it. I just posted it just because, like, oh, I think it sounded cool, you know?
0: Uh-huh. And no, then, no, I, I I was young. Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: My bad. Um, But, yeah, and it just started getting a bunch of attention. I was just like, this is crazy. Like, people actually think my was good. I didn't even think it was that serious. I was just posting it just because, like, I just thought it was cool, you know? Like, I just, that was really it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it was just, like, I had a bunch of people DMing me. From like New York, wherever, just random. Just seeing myself on explorer I'm just oh, like, yo, you're gonna blow, you're gonna blow. I was like what? Like nah.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, man. I guess for the listeners, like just for reference, this this post got over twenty thousand plays on on uh, Instagram right now, and like over three hundred yeah. comments. So. Yeah, I guess you, it's easy to like say that that that's clip probably went viral. That's a, that's another thing too. Like you you love to do snippets, hey? Like that's yeah. just your <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Basically, I just I don't know. People get mad because I don't drop a lot of music, but I always <laughs> just post snippets, 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 snippets.
0: I mean, but, it's a pretty yeah. good it's pretty good strategy. It's working for you. Um, where did you get your beats early on?
1: Oh, so the beats—the first ever beat, uh, like from a like actual song I created in the studio. Um, was from he was he's Filipino. He's from then, His name's like Henny J. Or I, go, I don't know if he goes by that anymore. But he's like the first person who ever actually sent me beats. And I I was not even like making music. I just post. I used to post like freestyles on my IG. And he's like, Yo, I need mm-hmm. beats. You need beats. So those were the first beats I ever used. It was mm-hmm. from him. Right. Yeah,
0: he's pretty far. That's dope. And then, so after like posting that snippet and then getting all that attention, you go in you you decide, okay, I'm gonna really pursue this. What um, how long into pursuing it did you do you think that like it took to find your sound?
1: Uh, I'll be completely honest. I don't even. I would say now. I know my sound like just like I say so recently and it's funny Mm -hmm. that I say that because before when I was all the stuff I was recording even as like the fine songs as Da whatever I thought that was my sound I thought yeah oh this is you know like this is you know and then later on when music started getting more seriously and just you know finding myself music I was just like there's I don't know how I could ever imagine so I guess now around the time I'm still trying to figure out like how i really want to sound which is why i don't really release a lot of music yet mm-hmm. but um i guess now I'm, I'm i'm starting to like i guess find your sound just, yeah. yeah find it
0: um who are some of the art- artists like just in general that you kind of look to for inspiration
1: uh like locally or just in general
0: just in general
1: uh I'll be completely honest. I listen to like almost all, like every every kind of like music, like all kinds mm-hmm. of artists. So like, I guess right now, like I have my moments for who I listen to. But yeah, right you now, your phases, yeah, yeah, I'm kind <laughs> right of the now, same way. Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck. Like if we were I to guess, open
0: your Spotify right now, like what would we see?
1: Right now, you'd see Summer Walker. You see. Lil baby, you see, um, no cap. I'm not sure if you know who no cap is.
0: I've heard oh. of him. I haven't listened to a ton of stuff.
1: Basically, I like li- listen to like lots of underground music, like not too much mainstream. I still listen to like some mainstream stuff, but mm-hmm. I try to listen to like underground, like people who are like on the come up because like it's fresh, and I want to stay fresh as well. So
0: yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, all right. So then going back to your start. It was around like what September, August, September 2017 or 2019, sorry. And yeah. then in January 2020, you had your first show. Um tell me like how that uh came together and just how what what it was like to kind of just see how your online following translated to real life.
1: Uh that's actually crazy because um so January was my first like Headlining show like first it's like just only me. My
0: mm-hmm. first
1: show was actually like first performing show was actually October or no.
0: Oh shit. Yeah.
1: October yeah. I think it was no it was beginning it was beginning of November.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um that was my first ever show and it was with alongside like my best friend Sue Hefner. Yeah. Um so for that first show, it's funny because I got booked literally like a week before. Like, my homie was the one that was throwing it. So he's like, you want to just perform two? And I was like, I only have one song out. Like, I'm going to perform <laughs> one I only have five out. Like, we're going to perform five. And it's just, you know? It's yeah. Why? He's like, he's like, why not? Like, you know? It's in our hoods. Everyone's going to be there. Might as well. I was like, all right. Yeah. So um, we go to the venue. And we pull up. And my set's in, like, 30 minutes. And I remember just being so nervous. I was just like, <laughs> Yo, I've never performed anymore. And the thing is, I'll be completely honest with you. Like, I was like, I I want to like back out. I was like, yo, I don't know if I should perform, you know. I don't know, you know, like, ah, fuck it. You know, they're not even really here. Nobody's really here to see me, to be honest. I only posted this like a week ago, like who's really gonna come? Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, Like, and I haven't seen who's outside there yet. I'm just like backstage, just chilling, mm-hmm. you know, nervous as fuck. I'm just like, yo, like, like yo. And then t- it's ten minutes goes by, it's ten minutes left until I go on. I'm like, yo, get ready. Like, you know, this is not. I'm like, yo, like I don't wanna do this. I don't <laughs> wanna do this. I really don't. Like, what if I go out there and like like nobody even knows who the fuck I am, like, you know, so it's just like uh-huh. like none of my fans I don't know if nobody shows up. And then my homies just come and then they bring a bottle of Henny to me <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> I just down this. I'm like, fuck it. So I just, I just, just drink my life away. <laughs> Went on stage, played my song and all of a sudden, like this, is my first show is always, I'm always going to remember it and it's going to be my favorite show ever. Regardless, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if I do become famous one day, who knows? And I have like a crazy show. My first show is going to be my favorite because, so we go out and all of a sudden, there's just all these girls just, like, in the front. And I was like, what the fuck? And they're just, like, waiting. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And then I just started playing the song. And then it's, like, just everyone was just going crazy just singing the song. with all these girls and stuff. And I was just, like, this is insane. Singing my lyrics, too. And I was just, like, what the fuck?
0: Like, That's crazy. That's crazy, man. So this, the the song had only been out for, like, a week?
1: Uh, the song only been out for, yeah, like, a few, like, three, four weeks. Like, it was about mm-hmm. a month now
0: wow that's crazy yeah and then so then how does that show compare to like your actual headlining show in january oh yeah
1: so my first headlining show um it was it was it was really fun too um but i was for some reason 10 times even more nervous for that show just because like i just knew that because i was promoting it and i just knew that like whoever comes is solely like if they're coming to see me, it's like all from my promotion. So like, if nobody came, I'm the only one to blame. Or if like, if it was, you know, because like, I'm the one that's really pushing it.
0: Yeah. So exactly. I was just, I was
1: just, I was just I was just a lot more nervous. I just felt way more, a lot more pressure. And then, um, so we get to the venue, same routine. Before all my shows, I had a routine that uh, I meet up with all my homies at the studio, at my, at the studio. We record a song and then we just go. Like we just get like you know drink a little bit smoke a little bit record a song and then mm-hmm. just go to the venue. Um, but that show was pretty good too. I I, I just performed fine again, and uh, on a release track. But though I have super big regrets to that show because I had another song. I'm not sure if you knew it. It's called Somebody.
0: Somebody is that on SoundCloud?
1: Uh, no, it was on my the JaVinci Spotify. There was a video for it. It was like out of oh, me. Nobody else.
0: No, I haven't seen I'm not that. I it. <laughs>
1: Um,
0: but uh, okay, that I'll, i mean, I'll, I'm sure I'll probably check it out. I didn't realize that you uh, had—you just kept the old Da uh, Spotify separate. Then, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's kind of dope then, because i yeah, guess you could just look back and be like, yeah, that, that's back also at me. Yeah. You, yeah. This is, so you're telling me I could find like a little hustler kid SoundCloud somewhere?
1: No, my SoundCloud—it's <laughs> the same SoundCloud. I just deleted, oh, no, not even deleted. I just like privated a bunch of. Uh, the shit. Old stuff.
0: but mm-hmm. there still
1: is one song from the hustle kid or whatever on my soundcloud it's just <laughs> it's it cringe but i leave it up just because you know like i have nothing yeah so. yeah
0: you gotta know you gotta know where you start everybody starts exactly
1: exactly yeah. yeah
0: um and then so after the show in january you release kind of you release georgia freestyle and that song mm-hmm. It it really was a huge departure from I guess your previous sound. Like you just went yeah. full in on the on the b on the RB yeah show. And so I guess what um when you uh decided to put that out, what was your motivation behind it?
1: Uh so that track it really was a freestyle bar for bar. Oh, my, uh, yeah. <laughs> um it was just at the studio in downtown and I had a bunch of people there, and I was—it was like one of my first ever, like, really bad sessions. Like, I really just couldn't make a song. We kept skipping through beats. Like, I would record a song, like, put put a few bars in. I would go, I don't like this. Next, let's pick a different beat. So it's not two hours, three hours go by, land on the Georgia freestyle beat, which is off of YouTube. Yeah, and I was like, yo, like, I've never done a beat like this. Like it's really R and B, and that like I really like R and B is like true to like to me. So I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna do R and B, fucking beat. And we had a bunch of girls in studio, so it was kind of more motivating. <laughs> so I was like, yo, <laughs> all right. And then um, let me, uh, just, let me serenade
0: you real quick.
1: Let me serenade you real quick, you know. Um, but uh, so and at the same time, I just got out of like a super like serious relationship. Um, Mm -hmm. around, like, December, so, like, I'm single in January, and um, so after the beat was playing, I was just like, all right, it's like, I'm gonna need everybody just, like, you know, get out of, of, like, the studio, the room, because, like, (laughs) I was like, yo, this is a serious beat, like, you know, like, I need to just focus, I need to just just tune in and just, you know, just talk about whatever I want, and then everybody left, and then um, I ended up just freestyling, and it was all, that song was all about, it was about, my like, next relationship I had from the previous, like, whatever, three mm-hmm. months or whatever, and I was just talking about just, you know, so I want to talk about something real, you know, like, not just, like, heartbreak, but just, like, how, like, dirty and, like, toxic a relationship can be. Yeah. And, like, and how, like, really, it's really normal. Like, a lot of people go through that. A lot of people go through, like, oh, a lot of people go through, um like, toxic relationships, and people don't really like to talk about it. But now it's kind of getting like lights getting shed on it. But like nobody really ever really talked about how like dirty somebody can be in a relationship and stuff like that. Yeah, so, for
0: sure. And that was, was that, like, kind of, yeah, that was like kind of you just working through your emotions or whatever. But I feel like that was one of the first times, I guess, you kind of did something like that compared to like your previous releases. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess and then shortly following the release of that song, you decided to change your name again. Mm -hmm. So um how you um hold on, trying to find my question here. Um you spoke about how you felt I I read in an article, like I think you did with the Av Media about how um you felt like 187 Givenchy just didn't really have any substance to it
1: yeah at all
0: yeah so I was just like wondering like from your perspective why do you think your fans kind of received your name change so well
1: that's actually a really good question I've never thought about that because I never actually thought about that either about how the fans felt about the change Mm -hmm. Um, if I were to answer that though to be honest I just think because I put a lot more thought behind the name and it's like, it's more genuine and more real and more like, I guess, myself. And I kind of gave like this, I, I gave my fans closure, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I wrote, cause when I did the name change, not only did I just change my name, but I made a whole project about it. Like yeah. an EP about it. And it mm-hmm. was like named, it was named after myself and i wrote like a letter to my fans and just telling them the reason the name change and just all that stuff and why i'm doing this and i guess the project in a way kind of like helped them like soak it in more because yeah it's more it's not it's not so much of like a that project i released it it wasn't intentions of like i'm trying to showcase of my talent it was like the EP was more of like I want to showcase of like who Paris played you is type shit. It wasn't like <laughs> oh this this is how good I can be. It's more of like this is like who I am. What I'm trying to intro- introduce you guys to.
0: Yeah, and then so where did the name Paris played you come from? Like did you just come up with that? Like I was just on a whim or?
1: Okay, this is funny. It, it, again, it might not be funny, but I don't know why I <laughs> would say this. But so Paris played you wasn't the only name I was gonna change you to. Before I give you context to why it's Pierce Played You, um, I'm going to tell you that before <laughs> it was Pierce Played You, well, I was about to change it onto my Instagram. I changed it to something else before it, but then like 30 seconds after I was like, oh, it, just did not it's just not it. And <laughs> this one had no somethings. I was going ch- to change it to like Benny No Heart. And I was like, yo, that just sounds of <laughs> harder. Like, what the fuck is that? I was just high out of my mind. I was like, oh, yeah. say, no, 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 no. I'm going to change it to the other name I've been thinking about. So Paris played you is because so Paris is like a nickname I kinda had in high school between like a few of my friends because like there's like a basketball player. If you play basketball, you'd know what ball is life is the page ball is life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a player specifically who I really, really fuck with and just just because of the way like he played and he I just I just like the way he was. His name was like Paris Austin. I'm not sure if you ever watch
0: his no, I never heard of
1: Yeah. Anyways, my friends were just calling me him just because they would say like, oh, Paris first. Every time we play ball or when we're out, yeah. just just because like, you know, I just really they knew I really fucked with her. So I took it from that. And then the play you part was because I like RB, but RB, I was just like, I don't want to just do RB and just do what everybody else is doing, talking about getting it hard, like broken, missing calls, whatever. Like, you know, I'm going to talk about the dirty side of R&B, you know, the, the part of R&B where, you know, like, I'm talking to you, <laughs> yeah. but I'm also t- I'm talking to her, too. And I'm fucking you, but I'm fucking her, too. Like, you know, like, or, like, just, like, the whole, like, I guess, like, player-type part of the R&B. Because nobody really talks yeah. about that, the player part. It's always, like, you know, like, my heart's broken, what else is. Kind of like, like simping, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that,
0: that's actually really interesting, honestly, because, yeah, when I think, when you really think about it in, like, the rmb world right now it's all just like sad boy Sim, shit yeah. just kind of like yeah yeah like marvin's Room type type beats like exactly yeah and i, I kind of it makes sense now like why your name and then i guess what you talk about in your music it, it all makes complete sense so that's mm-hmm. dope man yeah so then you established the new name and then in you touched on it earlier but in may of last year you dropped Paris played you self-titled EP. And then um, I guess, I guess you touched on it earlier, but you said that you wanted it to kind of be uh, an introduction. Yeah, exactly. An introduction
1: EP. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can see that. So then in, I guess with your, (laughs) first of all, like when I first listened to it, like (laughs) the amount of, uh, the female voices just <laughs> cussing you out. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I have to ask, like, did they act, did you act? Did they actually get p- played by Paris? Because a few of them like okay. really uh, sounded uh, like convincing.
1: <laughs> <man>. <laughs> okay. Non-disclosure. Actually, no. If, if people do it, people will probably end up seeing this. I, I'm not too sure, but um, every girl that was like doing the audio. All this stuff, like all of them, like the story and how they're talking to me in the end, everything I'm talking about the songs, all that stuff happened. All those girls that were in it, they all got played. but they were fine with being <laughs> fine with being in the EP. And I was just like, "Yo, I didn't even really tell them what to say. I was just like, you know, tell them. I was like, yo, I need you to, you know, just, just just record about how you feel about me right now.' And you know, I'm gonna, awesome, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it in my EP. And they're like, okay.
0: No, that's so, dope. Honestly, like, I feel <laughs> the fact that they're just, I know yeah, no, yeah. like, if, the fact that you're just what, even like, that you convinced them to do that, that's, that's <laughs> funny.
1: I think, um, I don't know, I feel like, which is just females, like, if you're just honest and straight up about your intentions, is is what you're doing, you, they can't, nobody can hate on it. It's just like, I'm telling yeah. you the truth. If you're not down, you're not down. I can't hate, you know, if you're not down, walk the other way. But if you're just, you know, if you're with it, it's just,
0: you know, tell me how you hands. really feel and exactly they really they really told you how you how they felt exactly yeah <laughs> and then second um the cover man like did, who made that because that shit's so hard like you just playing <laughs> sitting down just playing the video games but the video games is the girls
1: yeah um, sick. so my boy uh his name sean uh i kind of hit him up i always hit him up i feel bad because like sometimes i'm really last minute and like impulsive on what i like just like stuff i like want or whatever i hit him Mm -hmm. up literally like i think just like a few days before i was gonna release the ep i was just like yo can you make it's like a not too like crisp not too like professional i kind of wanted to be like super amateur like messy in a way uh cover art of me just like sitting down just playing video games but each video game like case with a like, different girl and like I'm just moving on and just playing and like <laughs> I just wanted that because it's like it's like kind of like you get the idea of the whole Paris plays you and just the EP and the sound mm-hmm. and just the direction it's going into and like yeah
0: because like I at, like at first glance like I honestly I didn't really get it and then after you I almost like listened to the whole thing and then re-looked at the album art and I was like oh my god like that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah. and it's it's fucking sick, man. I, I respect Thank
1: it. you. Thank you. But uh yeah, no, nah, I didn't want it to be like too professional looking. I wanted it to kind of be look like someone just drew and it was just like through it, just like just like, oh like here it is, you know, like because it's kinda like the whole point of the EP. Like it's a whole messy relationships with people, the cover art's messy. It's just is just messy, like but you know, but it's like no lies are being told in the whole EP. Like everything's just like it's just it's real life.
0: Yeah, man. And then with your song "Changes," which is I guess the most popular song on that EP, I hon- I honestly think it's your best song in terms of songwriting, just lyrical mm-hmm. abilities. And um, you have you say in the song, "I got people around me that say be- they believe in me, and they are they holding me down, or are they trying to eat with me?" As as you become like kind of more more and more popular how have you kind of changed the way you move just in terms of the people you surround yourself with
1: yeah so i'll be completely honest like in high school you know my mentality was so different like i was i've always been like super i guess kind of like i wouldn't say closed off but definitely like i have my guard up like my whole life but in high school you know i wanted to have like you know, I wanted to be, like, friends, I wanted to be, like, you know, like, just, like, in a mix, and then as I got older, I was just, like, I could only just really just hang around certain people, and especially when music started coming along, like, I just started moving different in terms of just, like, trying to be more, like, I want to be more private, like, I don't want people knowing my business I message them in my music type shit, so I guess, like, when it comes to like moving around people like i'm definitely a lot more careful on what i say because like anything can be like used against you when you say things to the wrong person you know like you can say your opinion but to somebody else it could mean something completely different and like now when you do music you know and i'm not like some crazy artist you know i'm just still i'm still just trying to do my thing trying to come up but at the same time you know like i guess in the van if people are listening to my music you know people are gonna be people could be talking about stuff and i will never hear it so i just try to keep my like the best say the say say not say the right things but i just try not to say too much so i guess mm-hmm. it's like i definitely just like i try to keep <laughs> you know try to keep my guard up and stuff like that because people do be doing some weird stuff especially like over this whole music stuff i've witnessed yeah. and, like, been through a lot of people doing weird stuff like i didn't even know people can ask yeah. it i was like it's weird like yeah but yeah, I guess if that answers your question.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And then you you released a, that was the song you released a music video for, and yeah. then by uh, I think it was TP presents that's that's who filmed yeah. it. And mm-hmm. then so I think that like really helped cement you kind of just as an artist on the come up, kind of give give the fans like a real visual of like who you are and what you're trying to do. Yeah. And um, so describe like how that whole music video came together and like what it was like having all your friends there with you
1: uh so yeah basically i just hit him up and i was like i seen this page i was like yo you know like let's shoot a video together we got along really well Just talked talk and it was like yeah i got all these ideas this is this and that and as you saw the change videos in black and white originally it was yeah. not supposed to be in black and white But then he just slapped it on last minute. He's like, what do you think about this? I think it really goes well with the vibe and, like, the story and what you're telling. I'm like, yo, it actually does. But so the whole vision was just, like, I just wanted to be, you know, just in our hood and just have everybody there. Everybody that does fuck with me, like, that who I really fuck with at the moment. Mm -hmm. And we just, you know, just everybody just, like, just kind of just showing, like, who we are, where we're from, type shit, and just like, mm-hmm. just like, just, just super raw. I just wanted everything is really raw, like not too crazy.
0: I had Paris on the show because I wanted to learn more, kind of just about the inner workings of the Vancouver music scene from somebody who represents the younger generation of artists. Although Paris is twenty, he's been making music since high school, and through this journey, he's worked with a number of people who have achieved mainstream success. Suf Hefner being the most notable, I think is somebody for somebody like Paris, coming into music, surrounded by people like Suf, was was a major advantage because he was able to witness firsthand exactly what it takes to kind of break through into the mainstream. Even with this advantage, it still took Paris a long time to hone in on his sound and his image, which has gone through numerous, numerous iterations throughout twenty nineteen and early into 2020. Rebranding from Givenchy to Paris Played You was a bold move, but with this transformation has allowed was it, it allowed Paris to feel more comfortable in being his authentic self, and the byproduct of that was his self-titled EP Paris Played You. I honestly was quite surprised when he told me that the female voices were legitimately women he played. And I honestly just want you guys to listen to just a few clips from the Paris Play You project, and just listen to the anger and disgust that some of these women have against Paris, because to me it's it's, it's hilarious. It, it just shows it just shows me that Paris is unapologetic for who he is, which is something I I really respect, and I really do think that RMB is missing this player slash womanizer perspective that Paris offers in, in his music. And to me, it's an it's, a, it's just a new take on the genre, and it's 100% authentic to who he is. Fuck you, Paris. I'm never fucking, I fucking with hate you hate again. I'm never fucking with these bitches like I won't find Paris, out about it. Why I'm you never ain't fucking me with back? your dog ass again. Stupid ass nigga. And you know what? You ain't shit. Your mama ain't Boy, shit. you must be fucking tripping. You mess with the wrong fucking bitch. If you think I'm like those little assholes, you're... Gotta think again, my nigga. You stupid ass nigga. Fuck you, mad Oh, this nigga got me pissed. What area of Vancouver is this from in?
1: It's Burnaby. So I'm from Edmonds. Edmonds, okay. Burnaby? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh it's like in between the West and um I guess like South Burnaby. So it's like kinda like East. It's East Burnaby.
0: I mean, I'm not going to act like I know like Vancouver, like the back of my hand, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get what you're saying. Um, so I guess being in Vancouver, what is it? And kind of slowly, slowly beginning to bubble. What has it been like kind of reaching out and kind of networking and connecting with different people within the Vancouver industry?
1: It's been fun. Like I've met a lot, a lot of cool people that I never even like thought I would be just like, you know, just meeting and hanging out with. And I've also met a lot of weird, like, just a lot of weird interactions. <laughs> like, some weird yeah. weird stuff has gone down. Like, I'm just seeing some weird stuff. It's just like, this is what goes on in my music scene. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not one to judge, but it's just weird to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's been really good, like, meeting people that just, like, are also super, like, passionate about music too and just, like, just cool. Like, I genuinely only like meeting people who genuinely like care about just the music part, really? Yeah, the cultural part, not so much like the politics. Where it's just like who's doing it right now, or who mm-hmm. has the a cloud chasing. Yeah, I, I honestly like I, I like hanging out with people like who are just, just like who like I don't I don't know how to explain it, but whoever's just like just has, it's just a vibe. To be honest, like I somebody I yeah.
0: So you would you say that you only work with people that you have like a genuine rel- relationship with? yeah like business exactly
1: like as far as like as far as music like I, i'm serious about my music and like the business aspect of it all but like i don't want to do nothing if it's not genuine especially i don't want to just i don't want to like be just you know just chilling or just hang with somebody in the music industry if like our vibes aren't right like because like and that'll make me you know like fake that'll make me like you yeah know, like, i'm just doing it just like to get something out of you at the end of the day, you know, you gotta do stuff for yourself, but, like, I don't know, like, I just can't look, just be in the same room with somebody I don't like and just act like everything's cool, so, I guess mm-hmm. only people I really, like, genuinely vibe with, like, are the ones that, like, i just be reaching out, interacting with, if I genuinely like what they're doing, stuff like that, so, like, they could be, like, a really small um, creative or whatever, but, like, as long as I just, I really like their vibe or, like, if what mm-hmm. they're doing I think is really cool, like, I'm gonna reach out like it doesn't matter if like they're like doesn't matter like the whole club doesn't like doesn't matter to me, you know like
0: yeah i'll yeah no i feel you it's kind of like i honestly feel like that's the mentality you gotta have even just while you're like while you're kind of still come on the come up like you can't you can't like you can't, turn yeah down opportunities just because of they have less followers than me, so therefore they're less than exactly. me. exactly exactly yeah.
1: you should never yeah you should never be like that like because you gotta look at yourself sometimes you're gonna be like, like really who am I to be honest, who am I to say like I'm better than you it's like who am exactly. I to be like yo like who am I to say like oh, I'm hot like i I'm gotta talk I'm gonna talk to this person oh like you know mm-hmm. like because everybody started from somewhere, so you know what I mean and it's just like you know like mm-hmm. uh, everyone starts from somewhere, so you can't ever really judge like ever until. I guess you make it to that niche or whatever, but even the, band, the like,
0: Drake level, the, the, yeah. Yeah. but Like even then, like I feel like having that mentality, your career is going to like be over relatively quick.
1: Yeah. It's super over, especially in Vancouver. Like, um, especially in Vancouver. Sorry. Um, just, somebody oh, just okay, dropped something else. In. Yeah. Like, especially in Vancouver, we're such a, we're really small, like, especially like our population. So like, what you do like people are going to see right through it like even if you think even if it it does you well for like a small amount of time like people are going to catch on like they're going to catch on like sometimes they're going to see what you're doing seeing that like you're just clout chasing or whatever like you Mm -hmm. know eventually eventually people will see what you're up to
0: or even like if you're just talking about stuff that like it's not not true to who you are like i feel like it's probably in a small community it's really easy to kind of get get checked
1: yeah exactly especially in this community because it's so small like people really think that like you can just get away with stuff in vancouver but like people people will just end up finding out Mm
0: -hmm. all right um so moving into i guess your your newer music you've been working with quintana mills recently yes Yes. he's like he has he produced for you or is it just engineering and mastering
1: just strictly engineering um he's he he's like the first he's a big reason part of like my whole music career because he's like helped me develop my sound and stuff like that and just like we've we've like just we've been through a lot together it's like music terms and just i guess even just like just life stuff like he's Mm -hmm. like i met i met him at the same time um works with him because Sue works with him a lot as well so like yeah we just we just kind of like... he, Because he's really talented as well, so we just kind of like just mesh everything and all our ideas together. And mm-hmm. whatever... The, what's really good about him is whatever I'm into, he just, you know, he doesn't try to get in the way of it. He, he really believes like what I'm trying to go for every time I record or whatever. And like, he just lets me do my thing. And I feel like a lot of engineers,
0: yeah.
1: they try to get... Or like producers, they try to get a, in the way of the recording process when it comes to like artists and stuff like that. So... But he, just, he did a really good job as an engineer, and just as a person. So, like,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he know. seems like, I don't know really that much about him, but he just seems like he's quietly starting to build, like, a lot of connections within Vancouver. And, like, even on his own music side, like, it's his stuff is really good.
1: Yeah, he's talented, man. Like, I'm telling you, he's just someone to look out for 100%. Um,
0: and then a month ago, you dropped... A remix to JI the Prince of New York's R and B shit. Yes. And uh since then it's accumulated nearly a hundred thousand I think I don't know if you checked today, but it's at ninety eight thousand I have not
1: checked today, but that's, yeah. that is yeah, crazy.
0: Yeah, so what what motivated you to like do a remix to that song and did you even expect it to even come close to where it's at now?
1: I'll be honest, I need, I, I I I was projecting like I just want ten thousand plays and I can go to sleep in peace. <laughs> <laughs> and then so the reason why i did that remix i was just like i found i just came across the song and i already fucked with j a lot i, I, lie, I boogie i came across yeah. the song and i was like oh this is kind of different from what j has usually been doing i really mm-hmm. fuck with this i was like i was so jealous i was like oh like he just has this beat and like the video is just so good like i was like <laughs> i need to just do my own version of it so i just like Got the beef from the instrumental from YouTube. And the same day I discovered the songs, I recorded the same day. I was like, Oh, I gotta go to the studio. So I hit up Quintana and I was like, Yo, I gotta record, man. He's like, ah, I got you. That's the thing about Quintana. He just he's super, super good to me. Like anytime I need to record, even if it's last minute, I say, Yo, I need to get in the studio. Like, I just I cut a vibe. Can you get me in today? He like, I got you. And then he just wow. books me, books me in anytime I need it. So he's a really good guy. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, I just caught the vibe off the song,
0: so that's really it. That's dope, man. And then recently, you've also been collaborating with uh, another Instagram platform, World 2000 K. Um, yes, that pla- I think that platform's doing a lot just by like, from what I've seen, they're, like they're really. I think the the girl's name Simone. She's
1: mm-hmm. really
0: doing a lot just to kind of showcase the the, the youth of Vancouver. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, um, I guess my question is like the modeling stuff, like, and the modeling and like fashion—is that something you'd, you you kind of want to explore in the in the future?
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent. If it's not music, I love fashion. Like, I love clothes. Yeah. I just, I just like clothes. I like fine clothes. I like designing clothes. I just like, I just fuck with clothes. It's it's a bad, it's a bad like problem I have too because like I just. I just, I'm obsessed with like this fashion. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's fun. Like, it's really fun. Like, I never really did modeling any before music or anything like that. Or I never did any photo shoots, nothing like that. I, mm-hmm. I never even imagined myself doing it. But no, it's been really fun. Like,
0: that's dope. And then I guess going back to like your snippets, why, why do you choose to release or to record the snippets on Trailer rather than TikTok?
1: Okay, so everyone's telling me to get on TikTok and I didn't listen to it for a while, but I'm gonna start getting <laughs> on TikTok. But the yeah. only reason why I've been doing chiller is cause right now, but I'm trying to like transcend into TikTok. But chiller is all I know and how to operate. Like I'm kinda <laughs> old. <laughs> I'm like an old man.
0: <laughs> no, I so, feel you, I feel you.
1: So and like, you know, like previously like people used to do Chiller's, tr- a lot of chillers and just like post off of that. So I guess I was just kind of just doing the same thing, you know, Chile was just that platform where you record snippets and stuff, but, mm-hmm. um, that's mainly it, but now I'm going to sh- try to start making up another platform for myself off of TikTok, just because it was just how much better the algorithms, just everything is on oh, TikTok yeah. now compared to Instagram. Instagram's kind of falling apart right now. It's kind of sad. Yeah.
0: No, I saw your, like, uh, your, the thing you shared about just the way the algorithm's changing and that's crazy, man. Yeah
1: especially like for s- s- smaller creatives like I had to like watch all the new like informs of the new like algorithms how they work just so like I can try to help myself out because I literally my the way Instagram was before it was all right but the algorithms were a lot better and like my page was like super active and just my fans were interacting with me and then around recently like January it kind of just dropped like it was like it wasn't even like nobody was the fuck with my shit, but it was like, nobody could see it. And I was just like posting and I would be like, how come like, there's like nobody's seeing this. This is so yeah. weird. Like I was like, this, am I just like, am I washed up now? <laughs> like you no know, yeah. more I was like, fuck, so be it. I, I kind of just was like, oh, like, I mean, I guess it's just a, it's a bad day. It's just a bad day to post. <laughs> and then, and then like two more posts went by and I was like, okay, this is weird. Like my stories, like nobody's even seeing my stories. Like it's weird. Like, And then, so, I just searched up Instagram and just the new guidelines and everything and just watched the new videos. I was like, oh, there's been a huge algorithm change. And so, I just, yeah, I just was just kind of shocked. I was like, oh.
0: It's It's kind of shitty, honestly, because at the end of the day, like, it's people kind of like us that are suffering the most because yeah yeah our reach reach just gets cut in half and it's just it's fucking i've noticed it too like i like my story views have gone down and like even just my like what i'll do is i'll post on one account and i'll switch to my personal and after like five minutes that post is just buried like it's it's like nowhere to be found yeah yeah and like that's that's just it sucks but there's really nothing you can do besides just kind of expand your platforms across like tiktok yeah, and stuff exactly so i'm i'm also just curious about your your the snippets like you have it feels like you have so much unreleased music
1: so uh, yeah what's
0: what's your what's your process into just like being like all right this one's gonna be the snippets gonna gonna go viral i'm gonna do this one and because you, your snippets are so different like you have like I think there's like one like almost um, how how do would you describe it like drum like a, like almost Afro vibes.
1: On oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, and then and then you had like another like it was kind of more of drill, and then another trap, and like another R and B. But so it's like when when you're deciding which which clips to put out, what's your process?
1: Um. Well, I, like you said, I have, like, so much unreleased music because I'm just preparing everything for this year. Because this year I'm going to be releasing a lot of music. Yeah. But um, I, the way I guess when I choose for the snippets, it's, like, I don't want to post the same vibe twice because if I keep posting, I feel like just the way I think, if I keep posting the same kind of vibe, like, it's going to definitely box in. My listeners, and they're they're mm-hmm. gonna know what to they're gonna know what to expect next. What kind of chiller they're gonna know? They're gonna like oh, like they're gonna just, they're gonna have like kind of a vibe of what like I'm on. So like I try to like post different vibes every time that like, can still cater to everybody, but it's just a different vibe so that mm-hmm. like every every time they listen to it, they're surprised. They're like oh what? Like oh like it's this vibe, but like oh I didn't know like that like, kind of like sound. I didn't know it was going to be like that way. Like, I just kind of yeah. want them to be like, I want to keep like my like listeners on their toes, type type stuff, even though I'm yeah, not, not losing really any music or uh
0: huh. no. That, I think that's, that's, I think that's a really smart choice on your part just because yeah, that's one of the things that a lot of artists I find that that happens to them is they just get boxed into a genre. Yeah. And like there's nothing to say that they can't just do something else, but it yeah. almost like the pressure just turns on themselves and they're just like, fuck, I got popular because I made this song. So I exactly, keep doing this song. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then they kind of start doubting themselves. So I feel like it's exactly. almost an exercise for you just to be like, what what else can I do? Yeah. Right? And yeah, so I feel like it's only gonna benefit you in the long run. So respect.
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Um, I think the last thing I wanted to touch on was just The future for you this year 2021 like i saw you started teasing a new music video coming out yeah those visuals those visuals look pretty clean i have to say (laughs) um when can we when can we expect the first single to drop and what's the timeline on the album
1: okay so what i have for you guys this year is so that music video and single is going to drop probably within the next three weeks so i'm gonna it probably next like in a week and a half from now two weeks and i release it probably a few days later Mm -hmm. and that's going to come with the video and then after that i'm just going to be um pushing out like two three more singles videos and just like try to make them big records and just a lot of promotion behind it and just so Basically it's it's singles and videos and just like content and just interactive content on my IG, TikTok, whatever I start, until I say about end of April, May, I'm gonna release the project. It's gonna be a 10-song project. And it's gonna be called Um Ticking Time Bomb. I've been hinting it a lot on my Instagram, putting mm-hmm. in my bio, mm-hmm. putting it, putting it just like little emojis, you know, saying time bomb this, ticking time bomb this a matter of time. Just keep I just keep leaving it a little for like footprints. Just so like yeah. it can psychologically just be in people's heads when they're reading it. So it'll make more sense when they really see the project.
0: Exactly.
1: And, uh, um, so yeah, it's going to be a 10 song project called ticking time bomb and completely different from the Paris plays you EP. Cause instead of having introduction, this project is going to be like, it's going to be a showcase of like how many, like, like a showcase of like my talent, like how many different kind of hits I could give you guys, not in every yeah. genre, But in different vibes. Like every song you're gonna hear is is gonna be you're gonna it's gonna make you feel like a type of way different from the last song. That's what I'm trying Mm -hmm. to go for. And just like I'm just trying to give you guys like show you guys like what I'm capable of doing right now and who I am right now. But that's that's what it's gonna be. So
0: that's dope, man. I I think the titles I think it fits perfectly, just the fact that (laughs) it really does kind of feel like it's just only a matter of time. Matter of time. (laughs) Yeah, but so honestly congrats and i'm i'm, I'm looking for, looking forward to to hearing that
1: thank you so much man
0: so uh once again thank you paris for coming on the show i really ap- appreciate it thank um, you bro thank you for
1: having me thank you for yeah. giving me the opportunity
0: yeah no uh. honestly i'm excited for both of our audiences to hear this because yes like people yes. Will enjoy this conversation um 100%. let the people know where they can find you and your music
1: Uh, You guys can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, all major platforms under Paris Played You. YouTube, Paris Played You, SoundCloud, Paris Played You, my Instagram, Paris Played You, Twitter, Paris Played You, and TikTok soon. So, yeah, that's really it.
0: Paris played you everybody, I really enjoyed that conversation. I think he's somebody that's that's going to surprise a lot of people with his debut album because there's actually no boxing this guy into a single genre. He's fearless in the sense that he does not care what people label him as, to him if he catches a certain vibe or feels a certain way, he follows it and uses that to create regardless of the genre. Obviously. I didn't know Paris prior to the interview, but after talking to him, I got the impression that over, the pa- over this last year, he's really matured and become more, much more serious about his career. He spoke about how in the past he, is m- he was much more outgoing and was constantly seeking other people's approval, but now he's no longer concerned with the opinions of others and all he's really focused on are the important people in his life and what they think which is demonstrated in his song, Changes. Collaboration was also a big topic we discussed. Paris works with Quintana Mills, who is one of Vancouver's best engineers and up-and-coming artists. It's no question that Quintana is the reason why Paris sounds as, as clean and professional as he does, but I think Quintana wanting to work with Paris speaks volumes to just how talented Paris is and, and what he sees in Paris. He's also worked with Rude Nala, a female rapper who's been making noise in the last few years, and these are just a few of the notable people within the Vancouver music scene who have co-signed Paris, which to me means that Paris is something special. Everything with Paris is a lot more calculated than people think, he uses Triller to give fans snippets that may seem off the cuff and random, but he's actually just showing everybody that he can't be labeled. with. His debut album, Ticking Time Bomb," Paris said that he doesn't want to repl- replicate the same vibe twice. He wants to keep his fans on their toes and always guessing. So this is going to be a project that showcases just how diverse of an artist he is, and I'm very excited for it to come out. So I hope you guys enjoyed this interview. Paris just teased on his story that he's releasing music this week, so be sure to look out for that. That'll be on my Spotify playlist, Youth Ascending, The Rotation. But other than that, I hope you guys have a good week, and I'll see you next Monday.